0: What's up everyone? This is the Round Robin Diplomacy Podcast with our political lens on France. I'm your host, Aditya Devaker. Today we'll talk about a few cases of imperial hangover. I'll define it as what a nation experiences culturally, politically, economically from past imperialist actions in a post-imperial administration. France's actions in French Polynesia will probably give Macron, and whoever wins the 2022 election a simmering hangover unless they deal with it effectively over four days in the week of july 25th 2021 president macron of france visited the french polynesian island chain a cluster of five main island groups in the south pacific ocean his agenda included climate change and sea level rise announcing the initiative of a $60 million fund towards hurricane shelters, encouraging vaccinations, and our focus today on a statement regarding French nuclear tests in the island chain. Macron said Paris owes French Polynesia a debt, without ever defining what that debt was. He was quoted for wanting truth and transparency and better compensation for the victims, according to France 24. Regarding the nuclear tests, Macron added that, quote, there were no lies, there were risks that weren't calculated, including by the military, and that it's true that we would not have done the same tests in La Cruz or in Brittany. Prior to the speech Macron gave, the head of the 193 association representing victims expected Macron to give an apology akin to the one he gave to Algeria, recognizing colonialism, as a crime France had committed in Algeria. The vice president of the same association cynically questioned whether Macron's statements were motivated by polling ahead of the 2022 election, or if he was genuinely concerned. To date, only 63 French Polynesians have been compensated for their contraction of illness from radiation near the islands of Bikini and Mururoa, although there are an estimated nearly 100,000 that have been affected, according to Disclose, a French media company that did extensive investigations. According to French Polynesia's version of the social security office, nearly 790 million has been spent to date to treat radiation sickness, illnesses, and cancers, and noted that female Polynesians have the highest rate of thyroid cancer in the world. According to Sebastian Philippe, a Princeton University researcher and lecturer, compensation for the victims is what France is trying to avoid. Admitting guilt and issuing an apology would force Macron and the French government to compensate the victims on the basis of a crime committed, not in the spirit of sending aid overseas to French departments. This will be ironic for a reason I'll detail in a little bit. France decided that ad hoc court settlements would be easier to deal with and cheaper than systematic nuclear testing compensation. And this strategy has worked with only 400 claims filed thus far. In 2010, when compensation funding found its first kickstart, nearly 97% of claims were rejected. When these guidelines were slightly altered in 2017, only 50% were accepted. Here's why French reluctance to compensate the victims of nuclear testing is quite ironic. By August 4th, 2021, France declared that its International Donor Conference would raise $370 million for aid to Lebanon as it comes to the first anniversary of the blast that rocked its port, killing more than 200. France itself will commit 100 million US dollars with the US matching this number. Germany will pledge 40 million with additional aid coming from Egypt, the IMF, and a few Lebanese billionaires that France simultaneously claims are part of the corrupt ruling class. This year's round of international fundraising adds to the already 280 million raised last year following the blast, which was given unconditionally to Lebanon. So in total, the amount raised thus far by French leadership is 650 million. I raise the issue of fundraising for Lebanon only to focus on the French will to finance disasters or aid packages overseas. I do not want to compare the two horrific cases at all. Lebanon is facing a dire food and fuel crisis at the moment, which you'll see in Instagram stories shortly. I'll mention one more case of French financing. In 2019, the Notre Dame tower caught fire and was burned completely. Still, within 10 days, billionaires and citizens from around the world donated $835 million to reconstruct the Notre Dame, which Macron has pledged to complete by the opening of the Paris 2024 Olympic Games. Again, the noteworthy aspect is the ability to finance and timeline certain disasters over others. What's ironic to me is France certainly has the capacity to completely pay for the full extent of French Polynesian cancer and illnesses contracted from the blasts conducted from 1966 to 1996, but it's just not politically expedient at the moment. Another takeaway for me is the role the French Polynesians will play for France in the coming years. It's true that all nuclear nations are not testing new or old bombs and would receive harsh words from activists, politicians, states that they've signed treaties with, who have agreed not to test. But France will seek to combat China in the South China Sea in the coming years, alongside the US and the UK. Just as the US faces backlash in Okinawa, the French shouldn't want to stall the issue any further unless they wish to cause a whole range of logistic issues and political issues when tensions escalate. That's all for the political lens for France. Stay tuned for the sports and business lenses later this week. Thank you for listening.